Welcome to the Bad and Bitchy Podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Bailey. And I'm Erica. So May is Sexual Assault Prevention Month, and in partnership with the Sexual Assault Network of Ottawa, we wanted to pull together this special edition of our podcast to talk about women in the hashtag resistance. And uh, the other theme that they're really talking about is consent and not coercion as well. So I think consent is always a hot topic. There's like a, a lot of, like, people <coughs> seem to be really confused about what consent is. Yeah, I think it's something that's become increasingly part of the everyday discussion about sexual assault, Mm -hmm. um, particularly on college campuses. Yeah, definitely. And there's also this sort of particular brand of like right-wing feminist that has sort of co-opted this conversation in a way about consent and like really tried to put the onus back on women and young women to like be responsible for their own bodies but they're like they're they're just totally co-opting the language of feminism and I think Camille Paglia is a good example of this kind of feminist yeah so um Camille Paglia was recently on the national talking about her new book and um speaking specifically to the kind of consent discussion she makes a comment about how um sexual assault and rape um, that is, those discussions have just kind of spiraled and snowballed out of control, um, and that she believes in real rape being a crime, uh, but now we're, we're in this world where it's kind of just a miscommunication, and she says that if you're at a frat party, you know, in the living room where it's bustling, mm-hmm. you know, and a, and a guy... Is it at, bustling in the living room? I, and flat, <laughs> she, frat she's party. watched a lot of, like, teen movies, yeah. apparently. She, she, yeah, she watched, like... American Pie and was like, I think this is where it's bustling. Yeah. Uh, and, and a guy asks you to go to his room, then you have consented to sex. Oh, my God. It, it, like, that's just so, that's so wrong. Like, let's just be clear. The only consent for sex is, do you want to go and have sex? Yes. I enthusiastically want to go and have sex. That's what consent looks like. Anything other than that is just not consent. Like, in this in this situation, the only thing you would have consented to is going upstairs. Yeah, like, what if you... And, and this is the other thing, is men rarely are like, hey, do you want to go upstairs and have sex? Because <laughs> that would be, like, not very smooth. No, they say, do you want to go upstairs? Yeah. And then try to convince you to have sex Yeah, with they're them. like, do you want to go upstairs and see my collection of Superman comics? And, well, like, for me, I would say no. But, like, somebody else might be like, yeah, I do want to go see that. But that's what they're consenting to, not... Sex. Yeah, you're basically misleading them. I yeah. I think you know. I gotta say, the way these these discussions are portrayed, it's as though um, the girl un or sorry, the girl wittingly entrapped them into mm-hmm. rape. Yeah. Yes. And no, yeah. because it's as though the girl is like. I'm going to pull consent out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to pull out a consent. Stealth consent. Stealth consent. <laughs> if you don't do exactly what I wish, what I want to. Like, that's the way it's portrayed. Yeah. 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 And I feel as though 
that's underlying this right wing sort of so-called feminism mm-hmm. is that the boy is innocent. Exactly. Yeah. And some... has been taken advantage of by a smarter, more a yeah. smarter girl who plays innocent with ulterior yeah. motives. with ulterior motives. Who wants to ruin his career? Right. Eve. Yes. It's mm-hmm. the Adam and Eve story again. Yeah. 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 yeah definitely. Um, so anyway, yeah. So this Camille says that it's these miscommunications is what is plaguing campuses, just miscommunications everywhere. Um, and that they're actually infantilizing to women. Like, they are. Like women are being told all the time that by not being like hyper vigilant and by consenting to go upstairs, which they're then interpreting as having sex, then we're being infantilized. And it's like that conversation is not infantilizing. It's mm-hmm. like it's holding men accountable for their actions. It's safety. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah it's she- just safety. Yeah, yeah, well she also says in this interview with the National that she believes in putting the personal responsibility back onto women. Sure, you know, I can give me all the responsibility you want, but like I the, it's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. You know, like I am vigilant, I am aware of like what I can control, but I'm also aware of the situation and like what the possible ramifications of that situation could be. Yeah. Yet you're not supposed to show that, right? Because yeah. you're always supposed to be smiling. Mm-hmm. Remember. Well, yeah, this is the thing is like you know, we have to smile, and if a man tells me to smile when I walk down the street, which, by the way, is so, like, I can manage my own face. Like, I've been, <laughs> I've been doing it for a very long time. I know how to, like, show what's happening in my mind on my face by myself. And like, I know it takes like, fewer muscles to smile than frown. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. I don't need any help. Like, I can I You have can a good frown that. there, Erin. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I walk down the street now. I'm just, like, sullen. Re- mm-hmm. Resting bitch face. Yeah. Oh, no, I go beyond resting bitch face. <laughs> Resting sullen face. <laughs> I'm like permanent angry. Uh, anyway, so, you know, this like whole idea of like women have to be street smart or whatever. It's like, but we, but like you're in this catch 22 all the time where even it, so like, first of all, this myth of like walking down the street, a stranger okay, in the bushes. Good. I'm glad gonna, you brought like, that up because yeah. that was going to be my next, like, next. Yeah. It, street smart so, is not your problem. Yeah. This is not an issue. Like, like I have, a, I'm gonna be far safer running, jogging down the river path at night than I would be at two in the morning. Yeah, than yeah. I would be at prom with my lab partner. That's like right. Statistically, like that's, that is correct. That's where women are most at risk, and we're not telling them don't go out with your lab partner to prom because you know there's also this pressure of young women to like get married and like oh he's the coach or not the coach if he was the coach of the basketball team <laughs> extreme captain the captain yeah. of the basketball team yeah then that would be a different conversation yeah exactly. <laughs> so like you know there's all this like responsibility put on women and and she's layers, saying yeah layers she's of like this is like this is what women should have to do and it's like well no but that's like you're you're putting us in an impossible situation because I have to smile at men in the street but if I smile at a man in the street then I'm basically inviting him to ask me to have sex and if I don't scream no at the top of my lungs then I've consented but if I scream no at the top of my lungs then I'm not very polite and I'm not and a you're nice the girl. crazy bitch yeah and I then I like and if I report the sexual assault then I'm the one who is just jaded and angry at him because he didn't instantly put a ring on it the next day but if you didn't <laughs> report it then you're lying anyway yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're the reason, like, you're the reason why he hasn't been held accountable for his yes. actions. So no because, matter what. Yeah, no matter what. It's you, an impossible yeah. situation. Yeah. So what is the solution? <laughs> Actually, I want to kind of dig into this. Part of the theme is consent, not coercion. So what does that mean? Consent, not what? Co- coercion. Coercion, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
I think that we do view, you know, that there's a, a kind of a fuzzy line to some people about what consent is. And I know, Bailey, you're a big advocate of enthusiastic consent. Mm -hmm. But I think that we should also make sure to let people know that there are situations in which you are coerced into sex mm -hmm. or into sexual activity that you don't actually want to participate in, mm -hmm. but that you have very little other choice. Yeah, exactly. Like, not every single sexual assault is a woman, you know, pushing and fighting and, and trying to get free. A lot of women just simply, like, allow their bodies to relax so that it's not, you know, painful or traumatic or whatever. A, a lot of... A lot of people, when they're being sexually assaulted, actually experience a physical, pleasurable reaction just because that's the way our bodies work. And, like, you know, Absolutely. that doesn't get talked about very much, but that's a really important thing I'm to gonna, I'm going to co-sign that. that's not consent. Yep. I'm going to co-sign that, yeah. and I'm going to say that I saw, um, it was, like, The Passionate Eye or one of those mm -hmm. CBC documentary stories. And this was, a, a, like, 12 years ago or something. And there was this the woman on, and she had been sexually abused by her stepfather. Mm -hmm. And the only way that she could every time, every time she had sex with him, she orgasmed. Mm -hmm. So that was her sort of, you know, that was the way her body reacted. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't consent. Mm -hmm. It was just every time she thought of sex. She yeah. thought that's the way it was supposed to be. Yeah. And so that's how her body reacts. So it's mm -hmm. like a mental, emotional body sort yeah. of connection yeah. that we really have not delved into yeah. and we know very little about. Yeah. So I think, I think, and I like the fact that you brought up coercion mm -hmm. because um, I think coercion is, is one of those things we're not talking about and we're not and young women and young boys are not really aware of, which is which is exactly what you said. If somebody is sort of coercing you to have sex, that's not consent. Yeah. And I think I would assume that that's why you're a fan of enthusiastic consent. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, yeah, and the other thing is, like, you may not real like, th there's... I used to use this example when I talked to teenagers. I'd be like, look, I know it's expensive to go to the Kelsey's and then go to the movies, but you still don't owe a guy anything for those things. Like, if he takes you to the movies and he takes you to the Kelsey's, you don't have to do anything, like, in exchange for that. That's just, like, being a night, like, you know? Like, Thank you. Don't be emotionally mm -hmm. manipulated Thank with those you. things. Yeah. By the way, there's a whole generation of women who have been emotionally manipulated by men paying for dates, by yep. the way. Yeah. Okay? Because I can't tell you how many 35-plus um, women I've heard, or 30-plus women, sorry, I've heard say, oh, well, he paid for this and he paid for that. So what? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I feel like my time is valuable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it actually is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm not paying for you to ask me out. So, like, I'm not paying for a date you ask me out on. Yeah, yeah exactly. If you asked me, you're taken. But you're what taking men, me. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. what men say is that, oh, well, you, you're all women's rights and equality then either A, you're paying for your half of the date, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, which I don't even know, and <laughs> B, or B, 
he is paying for you expecting something. Yeah. And we're playing into that, women. We are playing into it. But the thing is, it's not even about dating. You could be at the club, and if mm-hmm. a guy buys you a drink, he thinks he's in. Yeah. Well, he thinks he's entitled. So this just brings me to the entitlement issue. Yeah, or even entitled just to get to talk to you all night. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, no, and you... monopolize your time. Yeah, oh, you by the way, drink. Oh, yeah. that, so Bad and Bitchy taught me something. Oh. So my time was monopolized unwittingly like no I was unwitting Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. by some like old man just talking to me and I tried to get away numerous times and I couldn't in the Mm -hmm. supermarket Mm -hmm. and because I'm on this podcast now (laughs) I realized that that was harassment yeah and so the even the things that (laughs) happen in our daily lives Mm -hmm. that we have to confront and I'm like oh my gosh and I felt embarrassed I felt embarrassed because I thought I should have known better yeah and I felt I felt ashamed because other people were watching Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and although I will say this, none of them said a word. None of them asked Mm -hmm. if I was okay or anything like Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. But I just, I felt like it was my fault for some reason. Mm -hmm. And this is just very minor. Yeah. Yeah. And I had these feelings being aware. Yeah. Of course, then I was like, okay, you need to calm down. I had Mm -hmm. to do a little, you know, a little self-coaching. But that that exactly highlights the catch-22 that we're in, right? Where we're... We feel like it's our fault and we've somehow brought it on ourselves if we're being harassed. But if you challenge it and if you say, leave me alone, you're harassing me. You're a bitch. Then you're a bitch and you're not polite and you're not a nice girl and you haven't, like, you haven't, you're you're badly raised or whatever. Like, we either, like, we have to be nice and we, we, and as, like, as more of us become parents, we have to be so aware of, like, what we're telling young women and young boys about, like, like, how to, how to interact with each other, you know? Because if, like, even, and I see these memes all the time, and I, I still learn stuff in feminism every single day, but, like, it's like, oh, when a boy used to tease me in class, my mom would be like, oh, well, it's because he likes you. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, that's a pretty standard thing yeah. that people tell their kids, right? So no matter what, it does put it in your head that, like, oh, well, this is a normal part of, like, crushes and relationships and, like, how boys and girls are going to interact, you know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this Camille, she also talks a lot about Amazon feminism. What is Amazon feminism? I, she relates it to street smart. So it's like thinking like I'm uncomfortable with the term. It feels a little racist to me, but I'm smelling the racism. I smell that waft of racism. Just, you know. Flowing by yeah. me. Like, I guess we're supposed <laughs> to I'm doing like, hand gestures. Amazonian <laughs> women like Xena, Princess Warrior. But yes. Yeah. She definitely brings it all to this like street smarts thing. And the street smarts argument gets on my nerves so much because it's like there people are like, oh, well, we tell, you know, people not to leave their wallets in their cars or like you don't leave your GPS in your car. You're just asking to get your car broken into. But then when somebody gets their car broken into, we immediately believe them. Mm-hmm. The police are happy to help and file the police report and the insurance company deals. So, like, you know what I mean? We're not like, well, you left your wallet in your car. This is what you get. This is what you, you get. You were asking for it. Did you really get your car broken into or did you kind of ask somebody to break your you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, it's such an annoying <clears throat> analogy. Yeah. But I think that um, these types of, I think 
it seems as though like I don't know what I'm saying here. Well, there's there's lots of other women, white women in particular, who have taken up this brand of feminism. Uh, white right wing, yeah, leaning, yeah, yeah, women. Like Sarah Palin did this to young women when she was talking about being pro life, and she was like, "Women are strong enough that they don't need abortions." It's like a a back in the kitchen feminist. Like women get right. back in the kitchen, you know? Yeah. How is that feminist? Well, but they're co-opting the language of feminism. They be- but, okay. They believe so, in equality. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when people say that they don't want to police other people's feminism, Bailey, I'm looking at you. I know, and I don't. I don't like I know. their feminism. But what did I say? Uh, well, yeah, you okay. said. I said. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to hold people like, to account. I think this was episode like one. episode one or two. Yeah. Of Bad and Bitchy. Download it. Badandbitchy.com. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so I think. Like, my thing was, we have to hold these people accountable. We have to ask for receipts. Mm -hmm. We have to ask them to say, what are your feminist beliefs and Mm -hmm. how does this relate to feminism? There's nothing wrong with asking that question. And the fact that we don't want to is exactly why our language is co-opted. It's exactly why our thoughts and and the even tenets of feminism are being co-opted. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you don't protect your yard, every every stray dog well, is going to roll up in it. <laughs> well, and maybe that does kind of answer the question, what is women's role in the resistance? Maybe the solution, maybe our role is to start keeping receipts on, on these You need to keep feminists. receipts. Like, you know, maybe we do need to, I don't want to say police other women's feminism, but, you know, do have expectations of, of what women or what feminism needs to look like. Yes. Because not only women can be feminists. Well, that's the thing, is that we have to have a vision of what feminism is Mm -hmm. um, rather than what a feminist looks like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And really have standards. Mm. Because let me just say, you think Ben Carson can roll up at a Black Lives Matter debate? No. (laughs) No. They'd be like, they'd be. They'd, <laughs> they'd be boo like, him just like they did Betsy DeVos. Oh yay! By the way, the faculty members apparently got in on it. Good for them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't just ro- you can't be black and roll up to any black function and and just be a part of the funk. Oh no no no! People want to check your receipts mm-hmm. <laughs> because we've had our we've had our our language everything about us co opted, mm. and so we're just like all right. What what what's your view on X Y? And we have like test questions. Yeah, you're like <laughs> you're good. You're, you're good. In. You're in. You're 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 allowed at the cookout. <laughs> but um, the feminism just lets everybody. I'm a feminist, and all of a sudden it's like yay! So and so said he was a feminist, and that's why we have Justin Trudeau and his idiocy feminism, his faux feminism, hmm. because or, I'm well, it's white feminism. Well, it's, oh, God. Uh, anyway, why did I even? <laughs> or what if Sophie Trudeau said that she was a feminist? Shouldn't we ask questions? Yeah, I mean, I'll give her a pass. I'll let her be a feminist. No. <laughs> I'll let, I, I will say Again. she's a white feminist, for sure. I mean, she's she's got some white savior She's as feminist as Ivanka on, but... Trump. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Because let's recall what she does. Her main, what she does is she doesn't even say, I'm here, I'm a woman, 
blah, 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 blah. This is what I do. I'm a it's bad... always in relation to him. Yeah. How's that feminism? I, I, yeah. I'm a bad gatekeeper. I've had. <laughs> I don't, I don't need, I don't, I don't get to be the gatekeeper of the movement. I don't think I'm like, okay, come on. No, you're the welcoming committee. <laughs> you're the hostess. You're the welcoming committee. Uh, um, anyway, but yeah, so like Sarah Palin's done this. Christy Blatchford has definitely oh my gosh, had yeah. these conversations about his consent. I mean, <sighs> she was brutal about Gianna Meshi. She mm-hmm. is brutal. Did you, did you hear she's getting um, sued? No. Yes. Oh. Yes. What's she getting sued for? Um, Aaron, correct me if I'm wrong. So from what I understand, she had written a, an article about somebody's rape trial, I believe yeah. it was. Oh, yeah. She's a crime reporter. Yes. That's her, like, she's, beat. She's yeah. a crime reporter. And or a court reporter. Let's just say she she vict- re-victimized the victim. Mm. Yeah. And the, and the victim sue, is suing her well, ass. Well, there's she, another. She didn't do all her fact-checking. She didn't do mm. her due diligence. She set, made a lot of statements that turns out aren't really true so both in the trial both the plaintiff and the defendant are suing her oh both oh, wow. of them yeah well well good for her yeah so power. all that all that male power playing got her sued good i'm glad <laughs> she's a misogynist yeah she is a misogynist of the nth degree i heard her talking about like you said the Gian gameshi thing and all i heard is I believe Christy Blatchford is the type of woman who hates being a woman because she equates it with weakness. <laughs> and so in, I think, episode two or three, we were talking about um, about womanhood mm-hmm. and what that means and the femininity of womanhood. And she is exactly who I was thinking of, <laughs> is that she has... In her mind, the whole idea of being a woman needs to be scrapped and scraped, and she takes on these male personas hmm. or these male characteristics so that she could be more powerful in her job hmm. and probably in life. It, yeah, and I'll, I will say that a lot of these right-wing faux feminists are of a certain age group that is, like, you know, I think there is a... there maybe there was a wave of feminism that was kind of like, well, we've got to act like men to get the job done. There was, yeah. you know, it and was baby boomer feminism. Yeah, exactly. And so now they've, but like, again, like we don't have to no, do that. I don't, don't want to no, do that. I don't want to be a man. I, I just want men to behave well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And, and treat women with respect and dignity that they would another man. Yeah. So before we get added for trashing <laughs> other women. I do want to I do want to I feel out. Like, and I feel listen, at me. At me. <laughs> and I will be like I will sit I will stand here and I will defend exactly what I said. And you know why? Because I'm tired of seeing faux feminism everywhere and then having it repackaged and being sold back to me as real feminism. Yeah. And the reason that happened is cuz there are no gatekeepers. Yeah. Mm. But I I, I did want to point out um that faux feminism is one thing, but there's also the type of, like, another type of faux feminism that people like Kellyanne Conway participate in. No, in the which, feminism of convenience. Yeah, exactly. Where, you know, she cont- continually says that she's a feminist and that 
you know, Donald Trump is the biggest feminist ally she knows. Oh, good God. Um, but meanwhile, you know, she's also the same person who's jumping on people in the feminist movement for not supporting Marie Le Pen in her election campaign in France. Yet yeah. she's the same woman who is communication director, I believe, right? She's, that's I, her title? I don't know what she is. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but Communications... She, we're we're looking at the biggest Mouth. rollback of women's rights since I don't know, yeah. since we actually got rights, and since she, suffrage, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, since suffrage, <laughs> and she is participating in that. But those are the receipts I'm talking about. But she's like, you know, there's a lot of these right wing faux feminists who are saying, oh well, you didn't support Marie Le Pen, who was gonna be the first female president of France. Mm-hmm. Come on, aren't you pro woman? No, because I'm one, not a racist, two, yeah. not a fucking idiot. <sighs> Three, these people are also not, weren't supporting Hillary Clinton, who could have been the most powerful president in the world. Yeah. They only know womanhood when it suits their purposes. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and exactly. So that's, that's where I was going with this, like, don't add us because we just trash women. It's, feminism isn't just blindly supporting women. No. It's, it's you, like, intersectional New wave feminism is about using a critical eye to look at what people are saying about women's rights and gender rights, not just women, but gender, like all marginalized genders, and saying, okay, is this feminist? Well, it's, you know, feminism was never about liking all women. I don't know who came up with that. No, being a feminist (laughs) is not being the the same as being (laughs) pro-woman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 You know, it's not about, it's not about blindly, um, you know, blindly following somebody because they're a woman, um, regardless of what Madeleine Albright says. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I personally, if I were in the States, I don't know if I would have voted for, I probably would have voted for Hillary, but anyway. You you would have voted for Hillary or not voted. I, yeah. 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 So I would have voted. So Anyway, the point is, is that, is that there is this this underlying sort of trope out there that we're all supposed to be, I don't know, skipping through the garden or something, arm in arm as women, mm-hmm. and that's not the case. I can dislike another woman. I dislike many, mm-hmm. and also like the election in twenty sixteen in the U S. showed us that women aren't always pro women anyway, because fifty three percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know that every day I when my so you know how my um my cell phone battery like dies immediately? Okay, so I kid you not, there will be a time like fifty three percent on that cell phone battery is like in it's like etched, okay? Because I swear to God, every time I look at that cell phone battery, it says fifty three percent. I'm like, it's a sign. Are you like, oh my God, it's I'm not like, enough? I'm like, uh huh. <laughs> Uh-huh, 53%. <laughs> so what we're saying is that 53% of white women voted for Donald Trump. Yeah. And, um, you know, what that, I think that in itself kind of shocked, like, the feminist community. Mm-hmm. I wasn't shocked. I was mm-hmm. shocked, but not shocked. But mm-hmm. And you don't always identify as a feminist. I don't. Yeah. No. Because I have issues. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And I, I also don't think... Um, like, let's be honest. I'm a de facto feminist, which means I'm effectively a feminist. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's like it's it, well, it's sort of like Hillary Clinton. Like there's 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 some problematic elements, but it's better than the alternative. Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, am I a feminist? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but the problem with feminism that I have is that um, a it's very. I mean, it's very Western in the sense that, as I said, like, the idea of womanhood is secondary still. Mm -hmm. The idea of femininity is secondary still. And until we begin to grapple with that, until we start to elevate that to in, in equal parts with masculinity mm -hmm. and how much we revere masculinity, mm -hmm. femininity to me is strength. Mm -hmm. right and so I don't see the difference like to me a strong woman like strong shouldn't even be there in right. my in my in my idea of what womanhood is mm -hmm. yeah because women hold it down yeah okay and we, and we always say, have yeah we are never like oh he's such a strong man unless no. we're actually talking about like a physical like he can lift yeah, things yeah, up exactly you know? we're never like, like talking about like le male leaders like oh exactly. he's such a strong man exactly but we have to like qualify we have women to qualify leaders as being strong women, women yeah. mm -hmm. as being strong and i think that's just wrong secondly um white feminism is a problem Mm -hmm. um, it is a huge problem. It is white supremacy. Feminism needs to grapple with its own sense of white, of white supremacy. Hmm. And it's amazing to me um, how many baby boomer and Gen X feminists don't get that. Hmm. Yeah. Because they're still in this all lives matter, colorblind kind of thing. And I'm a black woman and people see that. Yeah. They're going to see my blackness. Yeah. Like there's, I'm not like racially ambiguous. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, are you kidding? <laughs> Sorry, my phone just went up. Um, but um, the, I guess what I'm trying to say is that those are the reasons I find feminism as we practice it problematic rather than the tenets of feminism being problematic. Right. Mm -hmm. But we are still playing into the male patriarchy when we start slicing and dicing up characteristics of womanhood and making them subservient to masculinity. Mm -hmm. And that's my problem. I can be a feminist, I can be strong, and I can have my nails done tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Okay? When you, especially when you look at, have you ever looked at pictures of um, like resistance, black female resistance fighters in the 60s, girls had their makeup done, they had their <laughs> hair did, their nails done, yeah. and they went out there and they fought. Yeah. Yeah. So and my point is that it's, you know, it's, it's everything is everything. Yeah. Like, I, I just, that just irritates the hell out of me. It really does. That and the fact that feminism needs to damn well keep receipts. Yeah. Mm. It really does. It needs to start challenging other women. Yeah. Yeah. It, because it, if we don't, we're playing into the victimhood again. Yeah. That I, we can't be yeah. strong enough to do that. I'll, I'll qualify it with challenging other women and other feminists in a... Like in a respectful and productive way. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Like, I would never... I would like never advocate... down. No. I would never advocate that. Yeah. And fact is... So let me give you um, so an example of the of where um, 
white feminism goes wrong is the idea of beauty and mm. the idea of beautiful. Mm. And the idea that, well, I hear this all the time from white women. Well, we don't want to be beautiful. Cara Delevingne just did this. Yes. She we just don't want to be head. beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, excuse me? Black women want to get there first. Mm-hmm. And then we could talk about not being beautiful. Yeah. 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 Because the beauty standards are you. Yeah. yeah. Well, so you, yeah. Can, you can afford to say, I don't want to be beautiful. I don't want to be liked for my looks. Like, that is just so privileged. Yeah. yeah. I can't even, well, and, and, and they don't see it. Cara yeah. Delevingne did that, and she, so t- she shaved her head and then was like, I think beauty standards are ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, okay, well, so you're a fashion model, and you are a beauty standard in, unto yourself. Yeah. Um, also, black women have been shaving their head for decades. Like, we, like, like this, is not, this is not really that new of a thing. But when a white woman does it, it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Look at what she's done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To, to be fair, she did do it for a movie. Well, but then she was then she turned yeah, 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 Instagram yeah, yeah. and yeah, turned yeah. it into an act. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, well, you can't just you can't do it for a movie and then be an activist about it. Yeah, exactly. You, you did get paid. Yeah, you, you got you paid got, a lot of money. I don't recall Demi Moore doing that with GI Jane. She wasn't like, I'm challenging beauty standards. She's like, I'm gonna be GI Jane, or <laughs> millions of dollars, or Charlize Theron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, I'll shave it again. Yeah. I'm, I just, oh, I just can't. Um, anyway, I actually thought, Erica, you were going to talk about um, the. Did I miss something? I feel like no. I the something. MMVAs are the Grammy nominations where Nicki didn't get Nicki Minaj didn't get nominated, and Taylor Swift got a whole slew of nominations. And Nicki made some comment on Twitter, and oh, yeah. Taylor Swift tweeted back, "Oh, you know, it's not because, like you to pull women down." Well, oh, yeah. you know what. <laughs> This goes white, with- white women need to understand that they they are um, the that white <laughs> white womanhood purity is basically what black people have died for. Yeah, well, and I wrote about this. The, <laughs> it's very problematic coming from Taylor Swift too, who's like all like who's hashtag, the girl power. Yeah, girl squad, girl gang, and she's yeah she's that girl power feminism, which is like she's everybody just love girl. each other. Yeah, but she's a mean girl, exactly, and so it's like. It's ironic coming from her. Yeah. You know. And she doesn't see the irony. Yeah. Like when she tweeted that picture of Carly Kloss for her birthday, but it was actually a picture of Calvin Harris, her boyfriend, and Carly Kloss was like, like, sort of like half in the background. Yeah. Like, like slumped over and looking super weird. And Taylor Swift was like, my best friend is so wonderful. And it was like, this is a picture of Calvin Harris. Carly Kloss is so mad at you right now for posting this picture. If my best friend did like me, I'd be like, take that shit down. I don't look pretty in that picture. It's like, untag me. Yeah, it's untag me. Tay Tay. Tay Tay. I'm just saying feminism has a long way to go. And that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. That is fine. I I I also I also realize that the demographics have forced this change too Mm. so you know things happen that's the way things happen that's the way things change so i i understand why it's in the place that it is but let's not pretend that feminism started with um that super racist susan b anthony Mm. and let's not pretend that it didn't at least start with the haitian revolution Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. that's my point (laughs) so in some in the resistance, the resi- we need to kind of just start keeping receipts on feminists and start calling them out when and where yeah. necessary. Yeah, why not? Why are we so afraid of that? I don't understand. 
Yeah. Why? Well, I, I do. Are we afraid of not being nice? No, I think, well, partly, yes. And I think we're also afraid of, of men being like, oh, so you can't even agree. It's like when men are like, oh, uh, like, you know, I, I don't know. Men you know do what? this shit all the time. Um, about five years ago, I started tweeting or posting about, about racial issues on my Facebook. Five years ago, 2012. Yeah. Was, wait, Michael Brown was what? About five years ago. Yeah. Okay, so I got a whole bunch of people who were like, who, you know, the hate I got. Actually, I thought I would get more hate, to be honest. It's amazing how many people I kept on my friends list. <laughs> but, and shout out to my friends list. Um, but, but, but I remember black people coming to me and saying, shh, white people will think you won't like them. Mm. And... I was, so I thought about it for like two seconds and I may have toned it down for like an hour. Yeah. And then I just ratcheted it back up. <laughs> and the reason <laughs> is, and now look at this. Yeah. Now look where we are. We're in resistance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I guess in terms of the resistance, um, why do we care about what men want? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know if I would say it's what men want, but it's... But we care about their opinions so much. Well, it's so embedded in us. I think it's... Yeah, and I think it's that they use it against us. Yes, and, that, and that's fine. My point is, is, mm -hmm. that, is that they will. We can't, com we can't control the way they're going to use mm. what we say. It doesn't mean we shouldn't say it. Yeah. That's my point. I'm just, I guess I'm just tired and frustrated of women who, who will come to me and they'll be like... I want to do this for the resistance. I want to do that. But they don't want to take the hit. Mm -hmm. They don't want to take mm -hmm. the risk. Yeah. Because they expect me to be, I don't know if they expect me to be their mammy or whatever and do all the work. <laughs> but, but again, that's what, that's what white feminism does. Yeah. It uses people of color as props, as mammies, for the work that they need to do. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that's, again... My other problem. You know what? I And I thought I was going to have nothing to say on no. this podcast. It was <laughs> okay. Bailey and I are just like, so yeah. Erica. <laughs> like, <laughs> I had a Starbucks Americano before I started this, and I think it kicked in. <laughs> it definitely kicked I in. I did have to turn down your mic a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, but I I'm laughing that, away from yeah. Mike like you told me. I, yeah, you're doing a great job of that. <laughs> anyway, well, I think that sums it up for us for this special edition yeah so you know check out the sexual assault network if you're in ottawa and see what uh they have to offer Definitely. follow them on twitter yeah they're at san ottawa and you can follow the podcast our podcast on twitter at bad and bitchy on instagram at bad and bitchy pod on facebook at bad and bitchy podcast and you can email us you know comments Suggest things for us to cover at badandbpod at gmail.com. I feel like if you want to at me <laughs> for everything I said, I look forward to the conversation. I'm Erica at Wickedchick, W-I-C-K-D-C-H-I-Q. Check out our Facebook page because we also add sort of extra material on there that we don't talk about, yeah, yeah. but that we always have an opinion on. And yeah, that was my little piece. Oh, and it's 
make sure it's plus bitchy. The and oh, is a plus. Right. Yeah. And apparently that matters. That does matter. Because we were like, I can't find you. And I'm like, Did you, it's bad plus bitchy, everyone. If you want to at me, it's at Bailey Marie Reed. R-E-I-D. <laughs> Um, I mean, you can at me if you want. doesn't mean I'm going to respond to you. It's Aaron underscore G-E. Because Aaron gives no fucks. <laughs> I don't really. It, this is, it's a one. You know what? That should. <gasps> that's it. What? The purpose of feminism is to get women to hashtag give no fucks. Okay. Oh. <laughs> that's perfect. Great. I'm down. I fucks with that. <laughs> Oh, we'll end it there. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us, and uh, thanks for listening. See you guys next time. Bye. 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 My bitch is bad and bullshit.